0: Good day everyone and welcome to Wealth Radio, Growing Wealth Made Easy. My name is Mike Raz, a Wealth Manager here at BPI Asset Management and Trust Corporation. This is another episode of Wealth Watchers where we do a lightning round of relevant questions to help you better understand how the month's market movements impact your investments. Today, we are joined once again by our resident investment analyst, Mr. Daz Mercado, to discuss the main highlights for the month of December. Hey, Daz! Happy New Year!
1: Hi, Mike. Uh, Thanks for having me again. Happy New Year to you and also to everyone listening.
0: All right. so just like before, I'm gonna fire away with the questions. Let's begin. So, Daz, uh, what do you think is the biggest development that happened in the month of December?
1: So, uh, at the end of 2021, unfortunately, we're still talking about the COVID-19 pandemic. So, in our previous episode, we touched on the Omicron variant, uh, but there were very limited information back then. So, it might be good to discuss it in more detail today.
0: Right. You're right. No? Uh, and actually, from what I've read, initial claims about this new variant are that it is more transmissible, it can evade vaccine immunity more versus the other variants, mm-hmm. and those who are infected have mild symptoms only. Are these still the, the case as of today?
1: What I can say is that there are a lot of studies being done now uh, to confirm these claims and there were already results from some of these studies. So according to scientist uh, Hiroshi Nishura of Kyoto University, the new variant is four times more transmissible than the Delta variant. Mm -hmm. And recall that the Delta variant uh, is twice as transmissible as the previous variant. So imagine how infectious uh, Omicron is uh, compared to the initial variants. Right. He also added that uh, Omicron uh, escapes immunity both naturally and uh, through vaccines more versus other variants. So at the same time, uh, the CDC or the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention uh, in the U.S. stated that current vaccines are still expected to protect against severe illnesses and uh, hospitalizations and deaths. Uh, Due to infections uh, with the Omicron variant And the recent emergence of this variant Actually further emphasizes The importance of vaccination And uh, boosters Meanwhile, uh, the UK Health Security Agency Said individuals with Omicron Are estimated to be 50-70% to Less likely to require Hospitalization Mm -hmm. However, they said that the analysis is Preliminary and highly uncertain As of now So, to sum it up Studies are still in progress now uh, by different agencies uh, but so far uh, they point to the view uh, that uh, the new variant uh, being more transmissible uh, can evade immunity more versus other variants and infected are less likely to be hospitalized versus other variants but uh, there are already deaths uh, recorded uh, due to Omicron. i see
0: but you know at the very least people infected are less likely to be hospitalized but again that doesn't mean that
1: we should take this new variant
0: lightly.
1: That's right. U.S. infectious disease expert Dr. Anthony Fauci uh, said that we shouldn't be complacent. So the Mm -hmm. percentage of people hospitalized could be less uh, with Omicron variant. But if the total number of people infected spikes uh, because it's more transmissible, uh, which is actually happening now, uh, we'll still end up with more people in the hospitals. In addition, there's still a lot of people unvaccinated And uh, they are likely to catch this virus uh, more given that it's more transmissible. And they probably have no immunity uh, against COVID. So I agree uh, that uh, we shouldn't take this uh, new variant lightly.
0: Uh So now moving the discussion to the Philippines specifically. So the DOH has confirmed local transmission of this Omicron variant. We have already seen cases rise from around 100 cases daily to about 4,600 as of January 2. So does what do you think would be the implication of this new variant to investments?
1: Sure. So this variant was actually detected on November 24 and the WHO named it Omicron and a variant of concern by November 26. So mm-hmm. when this news came out, markets have already reacted with equities globally dropping. So since then, equity markets have moved up and down after reports that it was less severe and as countries imposed uh, lockdown restrictions, especially in Europe. Right. So locally, uh, the PSEI went down for the past uh, three days uh, due to rising cases and the confirmation from the DOH of local transmission of the uh, of this new variant. And this has led to uh, the government uh, reimposing stricter quarantine restrictions uh, from Alert Level 2 to Alert Level 3 in many regions. Economy-wise, it has yet to be seen, but likely global economic recovery, not just in the Philippines, will be challenged again. So Omicron actually reminds us that new variants can still emerge while we are in this pandemic. So in Mm -hmm. 2022, hopefully, uh, we don't see a new variant, but nobody can tell. In investing uh, under an uncertain environments just now, we should continue to be diversified. So we have been uh, recommending clients to invest in global equities because it's more diversified in terms of country exposure and industry exposure.
0: Okay, in 2021, global equities were up significantly while the Philippine equities didn't do as well. For 2022, This year, do you think the Philippine equities can catch up and perform better than global equities?
1: Well, it's difficult to say which asset class will perform better in the next 12 months. And markets are really volatile. But as of this moment, we have uh, the same level of optimism with global and Philippine equities. So the continued uncertainty amidst the pandemic highlights the big gap Uh, between developed markets and emerging markets in terms of overall healthcare capacity and vaccine availability. So global equities are also heavily weighted uh, on tech and healthcare, uh, which Uh are experiencing strong growth as they are at the center of innovation. Uh Uh, Meanwhile, economic growth momentum in the Philippines have become stronger coming from the surprising third quarter GDP results. And vaccination rate and uh, vaccine availability have also improved Uh, We should pave the way for a more resilient economic recovery. So right now, we are experiencing a surge in cases and we have shifted back to alert level 3. So these developments uh, will drag the economy. But we are hopeful that uh, we can move past this and bounce back, continuing the economic gains that we uh, have recorded in the past quarters. And Mm -hmm. after this, uh, we're having an election in 2022, uh, which usually provides a boost in economic growth. Uh, due to election-related spending.
0: Right, that's quite a handful. And just to basically summarize some of the points that you mentioned, so what you're saying is that for the Philippines, there's just basically the same level of optimism between global and Philippine equities, right? Hmm. Um, Second, I think the healthcare capacity and vaccination availability is actually the key for us to be able to really get out of this, uh, this situation that we are in right now. The restrictions, obviously, will continue to remain as a drag to mm-hmm. our um, economic recovery. However, the silver lining here is that 2022 can provide a boost in economic growth, right? Yeah. So, does how about for fixed income securities? What's your outlook for 2022?
1: Yeah, so in terms of asset classes, um, we like equities over fixed income because of the points um, I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And aside from this, uh, we think yield still has room to move higher as central banks globally scale back their accommodative policies that's been keeping yields low. So fixed income investments were in the negative in 2021 due to -to mark-to-market losses recorded as uh, yields rose. So we were able to anticipate this. Uh, That's why we recommended that clients uh, invest more in securities. With shorter maturities because these are less sensitive to rising yield environment, and we we told our listeners to allocate more to BPI invest funds like the BPI invest short term fund, the BPI invest money market fund, uh, the BPI invest premium bond fund, and the Odyssey peso medium term bond fund. So generally, these funds are invested in bonds with shorter maturities than usual. Right. But as of this moment, the yield curve is very steep. Uh, meaning today, at uh, the interest that we get from securities with shorter maturities is much less uh, versus securities with longer maturities uh, compared to, let's say, a year ago. Mm-hmm. So while we think it is uh, still prudent to stay invested in shorter maturities because we think yield still has room to move higher in 2022, investors may start adding investments uh, in securities with longer maturities. But let me qualify That this recommendation Is only for those With long investment horizon Mm -hmm. So investments in funds Like the Odyssey Peso Bond Fund And uh, ABF Philippine Bond Index Fund Perform better Over the long term Because these funds Are invested in securities With longer maturities With higher Mm -hmm. yields But these funds Can be negative In the short term
0: Right So you mentioned That the yield curve Is already very steep But basically There's there's still a room for rates to move higher from, from where we are right now. And uh, the, the long for, for those clients with a long-term investment horizon, they may want to start picking up already and adding uh, these uh, longer-duration bonds to their portfolios, right? Hmm. So, Daz, any last message to our investors who are listening?
1: Yeah, sure. So, w- when given a chance, I always say this, uh, we should stick to the investment uh, principles of diversification, uh, investing over time or regularly, and having a long-term view. So we we saw rapid changes in the market environment in the past year and likely we will see more in 2022. So volatility is part of the investment market, so we should embrace it. Uh, But Mm -hmm. we should embrace it smartly by applying the investment principles for us to achieve our long-term financial objectives. So that's all for me today. Uh, thank you, Mike. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening.
0: All right. There you have it. Thanks again, Daz, for your usual insightful take on the market. I hope our listeners were able to gain valuable information from this recap. If you have further questions or want to know more about any of our funds, send us an email at management at bpi.com.ph And BPI underscore asset underscore management at bpiamtc.com. Again, this has been Mike Raz and please follow us again next month for our Market Recap in Wealth Watchers. Thanks for tuning in to Wealth Radio. Growing wealth made easy. BPI Asset Management and Trust Corporation is regulated by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas.